Welcome to Dad's Static, episode 19. Alright, welcome to Dad's Static, episode 19. Um, this pretty much just comes out of me listening to a little bit of the oral arguments from the Supreme Court justices this morning. Um, didn't get to listen to a lot of it. <clears throat> One that did, uh, I didn't even catch the names of who the guy, which the two that were talking. Um, uh, one was obviously a um, liberal justice and one was uh, more conservative. <clears throat> and, their, and their talking points were, unfortunately, right along the lines of, or they were right along political lines. Uh, the conservative talking points was talking about the damage that the mandates would do. Uh, but I think most uh, Americans that have any common sense and have really looked at this in some kind of critical manner would know the damage that will be done uh, by trying to force mandates, especially when many of the people, and actually well over the majority of the people that are getting sick are the people who are already vaccinated. Um, uh, the, the justice who was more liberal actually spoke about data about how many people were filling up the hospitals and how many were sick, and it was the unvaccinated's fault. Uh, and I'll be honest with you, this particular liberal justice, uh, I'd have to see which one it was, um, sounded like he was being paid by Pfizer. That's how silly it was. I mean, he was going right along with whatever data, I guess the CDC has been saying or whatever. You would think the Supreme Court justices just want to get down to the facts, get around anything that's uh, that's an error, and find the facts out. Uh, but at least this one particular justice sounded like he was speaking from a... Um, I mean, literally, it sounded like he was speaking from his office at Pfizer. That's how crazy it was. So I don't know if I put a lot of um, hope in the Supreme Court, other than I, I do know that there are probably a few extra uh, that probably lean toward um, conservative thinking and trying to, I think, trying to do the right thing, not to damage this country any further. Uh, but there are certain ones on there that are... Sounds like they might as well be in the same standing up there with Pelosi and Schumer. They sound the same way. That's how crazy it is, and that's a little scary. Uh, but what we have to do, what we have to realize, is that Pfizer is that big. Big Pharma is that powerful now. <clears throat> I listened to part of a podcast the other day. It was a gentleman who had been inside working for Big Pharma for years and years, and he has some great insight on uh, how litigation works with Big Pharma. Um, uh, just in short. Um, someone like Pfizer or Moderna or Merck or someone, um, they're the parent company. But if anything ever goes to, goes to litigation, there is kind of like a middleman or a secondary company that's really the ones that's being litigated against. So if they get crushed or they get fined, it does not keep Pfizer or Moderna or the, the bigger companies from being able to just get right back to work. And there was one example, I don't know all the exact specifics, but... There was a drug back in, I think, late 1990s to early 2000s. Um, I think it was Merck. And they claimed that it was, a, it, was a, it was just a medicine. They claimed that it was going to help out with uh, different pain, anti-inflammatories, put it that way. There's always been different drug companies wanting to put out anti-inflammatories um, because so many people need it. In America, That's people need anti-inflammatories to stop pain from aches and and joints, neck, head, things like that. Well, um, this particular drug they put out, they did a very skewed uh, study on it. And um, the funny thing is the study is done by the, the big company, say Merck in this example. Um, 
But the data that they release that is actually peer-reviewed is the data that only the big companies, in this case Merck, um, allows to come out. So no one else actually sees the data in the studies other than the company that's doing, is putting the drug out. They share their own data with uh, peer reviewers, and so they're reviewing data that's provided by the big pharma company. It doesn't make a lot of sense, uh, so you're really not going to get the truth. The bottom line is, uh, they manipulated the data, and I think it was five or six years later, the proof finally came out, um, and this gentleman helped uh, uncover it. The truth finally came out. Um, they had been marketing this to help people uh, with anti-inflammatories. Um, it turned out the medicine doubled patients' risk of heart attack through blood clotting. Uh, they manipulated this. They changed data at the very beginning of it so it would pass through and would be approved. And they said between, this came out in the uh, trial, Forty to 60,000 men and women died due to heart attacks because of this drug, solely because of this drug. And in the footnotes, I'll get you the exact name. I'll get the name of the drug. Um, and, and I know there was a massive class, class action lawsuit. Um, but the funny thing is, big cases like that, once they reach a settlement with the people who have been harmed or the family members of, of their loved ones who died because of it, uh, once they reach a settlement, all the, all the information, what was done wrong, everything that went in, uh, is signed, it gets sealed under a confidentiality, uh, I guess, contract or something. So the people who get the money cannot speak about it. So no one can talk about it. The data is not available. The paper, the documents, none of it is available for the public to view. So you don't even know what, exactly how bad it was at Merck or Pfizer or whoever covered up stuff. And Pfizer's been just as guilty as Merck and other ones as well. And they've been busted just the same, and they've worked themselves around it. I mean, you go back and look at the uh, opioid addictions, and it was how that started. Um, much of the same thing. Data was manipulated early on. FDA manipulated some things and passed things that killed millions of people. And, hey, we're still dealing with it now today. It's uh, passed from opioids to fentanyl, and it's all because Big Pharma was skated around it, and our government allowed them to do it. Um Big Pharma's pretty much unchecked. That's the problem. That's what scares me about even going to the highest court in the land. Uh, if they're unchecked and they have unlimited amount of funds, they could pay anybody off and do anything they want to do. So essentially what you see and what you hear on the media and what your grandmother or father or brother is telling you, uh, trying to tell you to get the vaccine, it's only because they've been studying the mainstream media all the time. They don't really know what the truth is because they've been brainwashed. And uh, finally, next time you look at a commercial on TV... Um, first of all, you're going to see a lot of sporting events. You're going to see news programs on mainstream media that are sponsored and brought to you by Pfizer or Moderna, whoever it is. Uh, no different than, like, saying it's sponsored by Coca-Cola. I mean, that's how crazy it is now. <clears throat> but um, watch these. And I know we've made fun of this before, but look at these drugs that they're pushing on these um, commercials and how excited and happy everyone looks. And they're having a picnic with Grandpa and they're riding a horse and the shooting a doom buggy up over a ramp in a desert or something. Uh, you get caught off by that, the, the, the wonder, the wonderments and the miracles of that drug that has about 7,000 side effects that they're flashing across the bottom of the screen. So those people who are enjoying the picnic, the horse ride, and the doom buggy uh, race have nothing to do with the drug. And just this one guy mentioned that they can sit there and say um, you can have less chance of... Um, or it'll lower your inflammation or it'll help you have less chance to have a heart attack or whatever the drug may do. I don't know. 
Um, of course, they have all these crazy side effects, which is up to death, of course. We see that, and we, people laugh at that. Uh, suicidal thoughts, things like that. Um, they put all that at the bottom, but then they show everybody having such a great time. And come to find out, much of the data on this, he said, uh, the gentleman that was talking, much of the data, of course, it's not revealed in the commercials, but many times when they say, hey, this thing is successful for uh, curing this or helping you with this, uh, they said many times it's only like maybe one out of 100, one out of 300, one out of 500 people actually do get some positive um, you know, help with it. Many times the other two or 300 people don't get any. And these commercials make it seem like it's the, it's the wonder drug. So it is some unbelievable false advertising by um, that our country allows by the big pharmaceutical companies. They lie, and they lie, and they continue to lie. So one thing I'm just going to tell you as I let you go now, um, if you haven't been vaccinated, do not fall to the lies and the coercion of it. If you've already had several shots and they keep telling you to get boosters or, or it'll be just like you haven't been vaccinated, don't do it anymore. It is all a massive money-making project. And we are all in the middle of the biggest, most massive hypnotized hoax, marketing hoax, certainly in our lifetimes and probably ever. So if you can share this or tell one person, shake them a little bit and wake them up and say, quit listening to the news because it is not news. It is sensationalized propaganda brought to you by none other than Big Pharma. God bless. Have a great day. Do not comply. Uh, just a little footnote real quick. Um, the drug that Merck got in so much trouble for that caused um, uh, people who took this uh, anti-inflammatory or pain relief medicine, um, they caused forty to 60,000 people to die of heart attacks. Um, was Vioxx, and some of you probably have heard of it before. It was taken off. I think it was taken off the shelf. I'm not sure if it was taken off in 04 or if it was taken off a little bit later on. Um, but uh, that's what it was. It was Vioxx, V-I-O-X-X. I believe that's how it's spelled. And it was a huge, this, the litigation went on for years, probably like a full decade, if not longer. And several individuals won some, um, some damages, uh, large damages, but many of them, uh, or at least the one I just read, was overturned by a Texas court. It was a huge settlement for a wife whose husband had died from it, and it finally came back down over time after much more litigation after the original award that uh, they wound up not having to really pay anything because they uh, were able to prove. I'm sure with their big, powerful lawyers, they were able to fight it, and uh, they wound up not having to pay hardly anything to this lady. So... Um, and just kind of going back, yeah, these uh, these big pharma companies are uh, they're untouchable. Uh, it has to be it has to change at some point. Um, but right now they're untouchable. They're forcing the hands of governments all over the world to force people to take drugs that are not even known to be safe whatsoever. So that's what we're dealing with. So look up some of these litigation things. Uh, Pfizer has many of them. Of course, Vioxx was a big one with Merck in the late 1990s, early 2000s. Look them up, and you'll see just how much. Um, dishonesty that these big pharma companies have done and they've gotten away with. Um, even when they have been um, uh, forced to pay some awards to people, they've still walked away with billions of dollars in profits. So um, 
And so all of this that our government allows is at your expense, my expense, and our loved ones expense and it eventually will be at your kids expense uh stand up and fight and do not comply do not be coerced into something you know is wrong god bless you have a great day